Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866 866- Four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss on another Bible Talk program. Great to be with you. Any questions you have about theology, uh, about the Bible, about Christian living, I'll do the very best I can to give you an answer. Uh, uh, all I want you to do is to cooperate with me in making this a program that deals with Bible and theology. And, you know, sometimes social issues have to come in because what I will be talking about today kind of gets into maybe, well, maybe politics just a little bit. But I do believe it's something very important to talk about. So remember that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And welcome to the program. Good to be with you. Uh, And what I'd like to talk about today uh, is I'd like to deal with biblical prophecy. It's something that now, I mean, it's, it's hard to escape from it. We are seeing things happening, and pretty much when we look at it and put it all together, we see where it's headed. It's headed towards the end times, and, you know, 
I don't know about you, but right now I have thought more about the second coming of Jesus Christ than ever before because of all of the things that we see going on in our world uh, and the way uh, that uh, much of what we see in the Bible is being fulfilled. So I'd like to talk about that. But of course, remember, this is your program, not mine. And so therefore, you can go in any biblical direction you want, any theological direction you want, (laughs) just as long as we're dealing with the B-I-B-L-E. We're doing what we need to do. And I do want to give a shout out. I, I don't like to name names exactly, but I am going to uh, let you know from time to time uh, the people who support this program. You know, it costs about $2,000 a month to keep us on the air. And uh, we had one donor who gave enough for a whole month. And uh, I won't call the person's name. I don't think they'd appreciate it. But it was really a blessing uh, to get, receive uh, uh, that amount from someone to support this ministry. So, uh, you know who you are. All right? So, uh, I will be naming uh, names, but not uh, telling the price. But anything that you give, anything that you give to keep this going is appreciated. All you've got to do is send those donations to P.O. Box 05058, uh, P.O. Box. Let me get that for you. Make sure I don't mess up with my own address there. P.O. Box 058, P.O. Box 05877. 05877 Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Uh, make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Mi- Ministries. Uh, send it to P.O. Box 05877 Detroit, Michigan uh, 48205. 48205. Make them out to Bible Boot Camp. Uh, all of it goes to support the radio program. Uh, I even give to support the radio program myself. And so we appreciate uh, all that you give to support it. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. The subject we'll be talking about today is the decline of America, okay? The decline of America as we look at Bible prophecy, okay? And there are questions that uh, those who deal with eschatology you know, the, uh, the brainiacs that deal with that. Uh, and, uh, and largely, they give us great information. Of course, there's a lot of things that uh, we won't know, no doubt, until we're closer to, uh, to the end times than we are now. Uh, and other things are put in place. But definitely, that is one subject that is on the table. The decline of America in Bible prophecy. And the question goes something like this. Uh, and this is just a statement that some uh, scholars make. Uh, And some dispute it, but this is the statement nonetheless. America does not appear anywhere in Scripture. Yeah, that's what some have said. America does not appear anywhere in Scripture. Now, some of you may think that's incorrect. If you do, you can give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. So, so that statement is made, and uh, uh, but it might it might balance itself after we continue. But some, this is where they say you can't find America mentioned or appearing anywhere in Scripture. Then number two, references to the nations in the tribulation may include the United States. Yeah, that in other words, uh, that definitely the nations that attack Israel, okay, that are involved in tribulation. Okay, may include the United States. Wow, that's kind of a rough, rough statement. 
case to be made. But that is what some, and, and these aren't heretics I'm talking about. These are some Bible scholars. That uh, that is what they believe may be the case. One verse to look at, which uh, is interesting. Now, this is in the Old Testament. Zechariah chapter 12, which talks about this. And we'll start at verse 1. Zechariah 12 and 1, where it says, The burden of the word of the Lord for Israel, says the Lord, okay, which stretches forth the heavens and layeth the foundations of the earth and forms the spirit of man within him. Now, this is interesting uh, because of the fact that this is written in the Old Testament, way before the New Testament, uh, first century A.D., was on the scene. Okay? So here we see Zechariah, you know, sounding just like John the Baptist almost with this, this prophecy that goes, uh, that, uh, that we're years away from what he's writing. But God told him this. Then it says in Zechariah 12 and 2, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all people round about when they shall be in the siege, both against Judah and against Jerusalem. Then verse 3, And in that day okay, will I make Jerusalem a burden, a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces. In other words, there's consequences for coming against uh, the people of God, uh, the Jewish remnant, all right, uh, that were promised by the Abrahamic covenant that, uh, you know, this unconditional promise of them getting the land was going to be fulfilled. So, but the nations will come, it says. There would be some who come against it. Once again, uh, 12 and 3, And in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. So notice this. It says, uh, even though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. All the people? Now, you know, we Americans would like to, you know, carve out a place where all the nations accept America. But that's not what it says. So, wow, right? So, here we see that there are some that believe that, uh, that America could be, okay, could be a part of the nations that come against uh, Israel. Could be. What do you think about it? Give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. We've got a caller already. All right, let's go and see what's on, on Nathan's mind. How you doing, Nathan? Uh, thank you, Pastor Mars. How you doing? Uh, thank Good. you for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling, sir. But I, I want to ask you something. I have some paperwork on that, but I want to ask you a more important question. Okay. Is that is that possible? Yeah, well, you can ask any question you like. Okay, sir. Let me ask you: Was man born in sin? Was was man born in sin? Yes, sir. That's the question. Yeah. Well, the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, so that being the case, yeah, all of us are born well, in sin. Can I ask you to go to? The first book, Genesis 1, verse 27. Uh-huh. Genesis 1, 27, on my way. Genesis chapter 1. I want you to break that down. And verse 27. Let's see what we got here. All right. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, where it says, uh, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, 
and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. All right, so... So, sir, mm-hmm. does, does that mean... Does, is sin anywhere in that verse? If man was made in the image of the Most High, that means he was not born in sin because there's no sin in the Most High. Well, what happens is he wasn't... Let's put it this way. He wasn't made to be a sinner. But he was given the ability to choose, either to obey God or not. In other words, the only way that you can have love, unless you want a robot that just goes around saying, I love you, I love you, have to have choice. And so it was in choosing what was against God's will that brought sin into the world. Now, I thought you were talking about in terms of us after Adam, because all of us who follow through Adam, we are born into sin. But... Adam, Adam was stated he was uh, innocent when he was uh, created, him and uh, Eve, and he made a choice against what God said. And that's what took them into sin and us into sin until the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. Well, let me ask you what other place to go. Can you go to Ecclesiastes 3, verse 14? Sure can. Ecclesiastes. One more, one, one more. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 14. Okay, Ecclesiastes 3 and 14, all right? Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Where in Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 14, it says this. I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it that men should fear before him. All right. So what, what God made man in Genesis 1, 27, uh-huh. it was forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. No, it doesn't say, well, it says, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing and God can be made put, man. Yeah, well, God what, made man, though. He did made, made man, but he also, uh, when he put man into the Garden of, e- of Eden, right, he gave him a choice, okay? And the choice was, you know, to not, you know, take of the forbidden fruit. Was it supposed to do that? So God made man with tr- with free choice. Yeah? That doesn't contradict this at all. But the word sin does not appear in the book of Genesis. You say the, the, the word what? Sin. Oh, well, the word sin uh, doesn't have to appear for it in Genesis. It could appear in other places and still apply to uh, uh, Genesis. Let's go back to Genesis and see what does it say, right? Over in Genesis, when we look at the um, uh, how sin came into the world, and then we got to recognize that uh, the scripture interprets scripture, right? There's other places that uh, that broaden this thing out for us. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to Genesis three, right quick. You asked a good question here, so let's track it down. In Genesis, <laughs> where it says the fall of man, because that's what we're looking at is the fall of man. No, no, that's that's the that's the. Uh the characterization, but we need scripture. Well, we, I'm going we to need scripture. The yeah, word. Oh, okay, don't, don't you worry. Go, you're on the, listen, you're on the Bible talk program. I'm, I'm going to scripture, okay? Which says okay, the, fall of man, the fall of man in chapter 3. And, uh, Wait, you just said it again. Yeah. The fall, well, that's, I'm just reading from what the Bible says here, the caption that is here. So, the caption so, is not the word of the Most High. No, well, the, the, I didn't say the caption was, but the caption oh, introduces okay. us to the word of the Most High, right? So here we see 
that what God says in verse 7, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils, uh, and, and man became a living soul. Right? And then he tells them, verse 15, And the Lord God took the man, put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, eat of every tree you want. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord said, It is not good that man should be alone. You know, Eve comes across the scene. But then temptation came, right? And so then, so man fell for that. I want to read it all, but it's over here in Genesis chapter 3. And the serpent said, and this is in Genesis 3 and 4, And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Told them they would be gods if they ate of that, which of course was a, was a lie, all right? And uh, told them that God, literally, that God lied to them, okay? And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired... Uh, to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also her husband with her, and he did eat. Okay? And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they showed, sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. What that is talking about is the fall of man. By disobeying God, that is what brings, brings sin on the scene. Okay? So it's real clear right there to me. What's missing? But. But, sir, the word sin does not appear there. Now, he cursed man, and he put man out of the garden to prevent him from well, well, eating like, like, from well, the tree well, of life. Well, like I told you is this, you know, which is interesting, because you used that term once. Sin doesn't appear here. But sin does appear and applies to Genesis over in Romans chapter 5 and verse 12. Here is what Romans writes about it. And the book Romans in the Bible inspired just like Genesis is by God. Romans 5 and 12. Wherefore, by one man, sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law, blah, blah, blah. But, okay, wherefore, as by one man, that one man was Adam, Sin entered into the world. So what happens is hermeneutics demands that we let Scripture interpret Scripture. Right here, just as uh, Moses was inspired, Paul was inspired to write this, and he let us know that that is where sin came from. Right? And that's why it says what it says in uh, uh, Romans 5 and 12. Did you forget about the book of Ecclesiastes 3.14? Whatever, whatsoever God doeth, it is forever. Oh, it is so forever. You yes, it is forever. Sin. You're exactly right. Whatever God does so, is forever. So how does that contradict nothing, anything we've got? Nothing can be added to it. You want to add Romans. I'm not adding Romans. Well, if you don't yes, believe you that, are. well, I'll tell you what. If you don't believe that the whole Bible is the Word of God and equal in authority and that Scripture interprets Scripture, I'm not the person to talk to because that's exactly what here, all of this, all from the Old Testament and the New Testament, there's no Old Testament without the New. You must consider these verses. What does it mean in Romans 5 and 12? Romans 5 and 12 is a narrative. 
a narrative. The narrative of a man, because if you want to, no. if you want to go before that, no, you not, can go to Psalm fifty-one, verse five. But I would agree with you on this. David. I would agree with you that it is the narrative of a man, but it says it's clearly we know who that man is. In Romans five and twelve, wherefore by one man, okay, sin. But, but he inter- didn't create but man. You're, you're interrupting me now, okay? I'm sorry. I listen to you, okay? And so, in conversations, you got to realize something. Now, I don't mind a friendly debate, but I'm you know, sure. but you, I talk, you listen, you talk, I, I, I listen. I've given you good time, but all I can tell you is this, and you can research it on your own. But, but notice here, wherefore, as by one man, there is not a single place you can look at in any commentary that will not identify that as pointing back to Adam. Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world. And any biblical exegesis would tell you that's in Genesis, and that's Adam. And death by sin. So the death pa- t- passed upon all men, for all have sinned. Okay? Uh, for until law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Then it says at verse 14, nevertheless, death reigned. And this is verse 14. And look at who it mentions first. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam. He was the one who it began with, just like we saw in Genesis to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Where is that at? It's in Genesis chapter 3, okay? Who is the figure of him that was to come? So it goes on to tell us, and then again, verse 15, but not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For through the offense of one, that was Adam, many, many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift of grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. So find me someone, okay, because I've I've given you all the evidence here you need. Find me someone who can demonstrate biblically that this is not talking about Adam and what he did in the Garden of Eden. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Gave you your time. I was good, polite with you. Look into it. Deal with it. Give me a call at a later time. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Oh, I love a good discussion. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Going to take a break. We'll be right back. blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you all you need to do is call big lou at 800-333-1750 lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor call 800-333-1750 big lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford remember big lou's like you He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. 
There are two radio stations in this city that focus on good news. One has the good news about the economy, jobs, consumer confidence, and a defeat over ISIS. One has the good news about the victory over the cross. One is all about the here and now. The other is all about eternity. To get through the day, you need both. So when you want to know more about the day's news and what to think about it, turn to FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. If you want to change your life, turn to FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code Luke. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all My Slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Inside Retirement with Brett Brzezinski of the Brzezinski Group, Saturday mornings at 7 and 11 to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Inside Retirement with Brett Brzezinski, Saturday mornings at 7 and 11. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. The subject on the table is the decline of America. Does biblical prophecy talk about a decline of America? Uh, Where will we be uh, in the last days? Will we be here? Will America uh, be involved in Armageddon? What do you think? Give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, dealing with uh, that particular question or uh, any question that you want. As Like I told you, this is your show. Give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, many uh, uh, prophecy scholars have written concerning the nations, uh, uh, what nations will be involved, and will America be involved? Okay? What uh, Does the Bible give us any indication of that at all? Where will America be in the last days, as we head towards tribulation. Uh, will uh, we be involved in it, or what? <laughs> Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866 
area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, over in Zechariah, uh, where in Zechariah really talks very in depth about prophecies. His, uh, the literature from him we have here is not as extensive as the book of Revelation, but boy, when he talks about the future, uh, it is really eye-opening. Notice here in Zechariah 12, uh, starting at verse 1, where it says, The burden of the word of the Lord for Israel, saith the Lord, which stretches forth the heavens and lays the foundation of the earth and forms the spirit of man within him, says, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about, when they shall be in the siege, both against Judah and against Jerusalem. And in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people, all that burden themselves with it will be cut off in pieces, though they, though all the people. And look at this. Okay, once again, let me read that. It says it in Zechariah twelve and three. And in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people, and all that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. So here. But Zechariah says that all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. And here, Zechariah doesn't leave a carve-out where we can say, well, America won't be involved in that all-nations comment, or, you know, maybe uh, uh, parts of Europe won't be. We don't know, okay? All we know is what it says there. Wow, okay? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Uh, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, looking at this subject, dealing with uh, Armageddon. Will America be a part of it? Okay, going to go to Gary and Holly. Hello, Gary. Uh, is America in Bible prophecy? I believe it is in given in the prophet Daniel, which tells about the last days in Daniel, the seventh chapter. Uh-huh. Can you turn there? Okay. What What do you think about it? Well, number one. People think he's talking about the past kingdoms, but if you go in Daniel, the seventh chapter, he's talking about the future. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And uh, it tells in verse 13, I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man with the clouds of heaven uh-huh. came to the ancient of days. So that's talking about the coming of the Lord. So what Daniel's prophesying is about the modern t- times that we have. I'd like to read why I believe. In the fourth verse, it says, the first was like a lion. Well, the third, verse 3. The four great beasts came from the sea, diverse one from another. Okay, the sea has to do about the, the, their uh, nations of the future. And uh, verse 4 says, the first was like a lion, eagle's wings. I believe that's Great Britain. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, to- yeah, many scholars have, uh, have uh, uh, thought that. Have been, you know, I believe that to his wings were plucked, and it was withered up in the earth. Mm-hmm. I believe the wings are Canada and the United States. Oh, so you think the United States may be mentioned there? That this is what Dan was passing, where the United States w- will be broken off of the line, which is Great Britain. Okay. Would, they, would, would that make them a pro uh, in Armageddon? Does that mean that they're going to be coming against the Jews, or will they be? how will they be involved in it? No, he's talking about the situation before the Antichrist comes. And um, the, the kingdoms, the modern kingdoms that we have right now, Throughout the world, then it says verse five. I believe the, the one that says another beast, uh, second like a bear. I believe that's Russia, and it raised up itself on one side, and it, ha- it had 
three ribs in its mouth. Mm-hmm. And I believe those are the three groups that broke away from um, the original Russia. Okay. But, but your view have is you ever that— Have seen I'm, that before? But, yeah, I have seen it. I read Daniel. In fact, <laughs> I had to read Daniel and Revelation uh, in Bible college because both of those books are so much alike. Uh, and then uh, also, Ben uh, was passing about Germany in, in verse 6. It mm-hmm. talks about it's a, a leper, which had its back for wings of a fowl. I believe that's talking about uh, Germany. So in your estimation, uh, you do not think that America is going to be a part of the nations that attack Israel? No. Okay. All right. Well, thank you but very much. I appreciate that after, from you. After, after, well, afterwards, yeah, not, not before the Antichrist comes. Well, what do you right. mean? Well, the, the Lord's going to have a um, number one. After the Lord takes the church to heaven, then, then there'll be a war on the earth where nations will come against Israel. Uh-huh. So I don't know if America will be called America then, but these nations that come against Israel, what would it mean them to do do them? That will stop them. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate your comment, my friend. Okay, yeah, thank it's you. Up for, uh, uh, one thing we know, that uh, the nations of the world will be coming against uh, Israel. Will America be involved? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's talk to Luke in Lake Oregon. How you doing, Luke? Good, Pastor Moss. How are you doing? Good, sir. Thanks for calling. Yes, I have a question about uh, the millennial reign, uh, basically after the tribulation. Okay. And it's a little bit complicated, but basically <laughs> my question is, if if people are not saved, is there anyone who's not saved that will enter the millennial reign? And with that, who is being talked about in Isaiah sixty-five twenty about? Uh, a child dying at a hundred, and who is the sinner being referenced in in that passage? If, in fact, everyone is saved during the millennial reign. All right, one fascinating scripture. Well, both of them are. What you gave us was uh, biblically is absolutely awesome. And over in Isaiah uh, sixty-five, where we look here, and uh, and what Isaiah is doing, and what's interesting, is that uh, Isaiah and many of the prophets. Uh, you know, they, they're they seeing some of the same things that Revelation saw, that you saw, that John saw in the book of Revelation. Here we see in uh, Isaiah and in chapter 65, at verse 17, it says, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. Now, that, we've got Isaiah here talking about the new heavens and the new earth, okay? Because the earth is going to be, you know, uh, redone by by God, right? So there'll be a new heavens and new earth. So he talks about that then at verse 18. And be you glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. And the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, in her, nor the voice of crying. There shall be no more thence and infant of days. Now here's where you come in. There shall be no more... Uh, fence and infant of days, nor an old man that hath not fulfilled his days. For the child shall die a hundred years old. Can you imagine people sobbing and crying, okay, uh, 
when somebody dies, 100 years old, okay? But the sinner, being 100 years old, uh, shall be accursed, okay? So definitely the lifespans will be increased uh, during the uh, uh, millennium. And this is what Isaiah is giving uh, uh, words uh, to describe also. Yep, so on that point, you're correct. Is there any any reference of people making it through the tribulation period that are unsaved entering into the millennial reign, or is the population of the millennial reign? Well, what happens is, is no doubt, uh, now, you know, and and then it depends upon where the pre-trib rapture fits, but if the rapture does take place before tribulation, can you imagine what a evangelism tool that would be? Okay. What happened? And the Christian church has always preached this. And then it occurs, some scholars, some, some prophecy scholars, have said that uh, uh, what happens would be like a revival. Okay? Because once that happens, and it's been preached by the church, then folks say, oh, okay, uh, you know, I, I missed it. Okay? And i got to go through tribulation. Yeah. So that is where, so definitely, uh, there, there will no doubt be quite a few. Okay, that do at that time become Christians. Now, of course, they've got to go through though, because they missed the rapture. But they've got to go through the tribulation. But uh, but definitely there will be some, no doubt, that uh, are. Con- but what about what about after that? After the tribulation, when you go into the millennial reign, is it going to be just all those in the first resurrection, or will there be people in there that were not in the first resurrection? Uh, well, there will be the people what, during the uh, tribulation period. No, no, no. Dur- during the thousand-year millennial reign. Right. Yeah. During the thousand-year millennial reign, there will be uh, uh, the resurrection. You'll have uh, people in resurrected bodies, along with people who were Christians, you know, in, in natural bodies during that particular time. Okay. Do we have any scripture that says that? there will be any people in the millennial reign for that thousand years who are not uh, born again or believers? Yeah, because, if, we go, if we go to... I mean, are people dying? During what, what time? You know, if you're in, during the millennium? During that, yeah, during the thousand-year reign, I don't, I, if you're saved, I can't see you dying. Well, so if you're, well what happens is... I'm trying is, to reconcile that. What, what happens is that during the... Um, uh, the millennium, uh, the millennial time, people will die, but they will live longer. In other words, there will be people uh, that go into the millennium uh, in natural bodies, okay? uh, and then there will be those who, of course, uh, you know, then the raptured saints come back, and they'll be a part of it. Um, right, and I suspect that to be true. I'm just looking for a verse where it says that when Christ comes back at the Battle of Armageddon, he does not annihilate everyone, and that there are people who enter the millennium in natural bodies, is what I'm looking for. Okay, so you're looking to see what happens uh, when Jesus comes? Well, all we got to do for that one is go to uh, uh, here in chapter 19, uh, and uh, it kind of gives us a, a, a good look at it, where we see in uh, Revelation chapter 19 and... Verse uh, 16, we'll catch up with it. Well, no, no, let's go further back for you. It says, verse 13, here in Revelation 19 and 13, uh, And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Talking about Jesus. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. 
and out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treads the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of King and Lords of Lords. Okay? So that is, as you know, the second coming of Jesus Christ, where he comes down yeah. to the earth, right? To the earth. Uh, ben, it, uh, it goes on, I'm trying to catch up to get right to your, uh, your question. Verse 19, And I saw the beast and the, uh, and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them, and, it, and it, that received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image, these both were cast alive into a lake of fire with brimstone. And the remnant were slain with the, with, of him that sat upon the horse, that's Jesus, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with its flesh. Okay? So then we get into the millennium. After Jesus comes, then... That's the end of the tribulation period. Now we go into the millennial period. Now, so what happens is there are some people that will survive the tribulation okay, when Jesus comes back. There will be uh, believers who survive. Okay? Uh, and so they will go into the millennial uh, rule in their natural bodies. You've got cr Christians who come back, if in fact we're, who are in heaven, come back and be with him. And the raptured saints come back. And they go through the uh, millennial in resurrected bodies like Jesus's. Okay? So, so, so that's what we're looking at there, which is very interesting uh, to, to contemplate. Where you have the people in, uh, you know, their normal bodies, they survive the tribulation, they go through. And then those in uh, resurrected bodies, uh, the rapture, they, they, come, uh, they come back and they're on the earth at the same time. Scholars have always wondered what is the... Uh, interaction that will take place uh, with these folks. And then, Revelation uh, chapter 20, and in verse, uh, I think what you're looking at also, is in verse 4, here in Revelation 20 and 4, And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark on their foreheads or in their hands. Okay, So these were those who uh, didn't receive the mark of the beast Okay, in their hands. They lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. And the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. Okay? So there will be those uh, living saints who uh, go through, don't take the mark of the beast. They will go into the millennium in their natural bodies, live out their lifespan. And uh, there will be those who come back with Jesus in glorified bodies uh, on the earth. And so it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah. All right, good question, okay. my friend. All right, appreciate his call. Got to take a break. Be right back.
Wamsley explains how he found that speck of light that got him into the lifestyle. I had a guy who used to come into the health club every day and work out for four hours a day, sit in the jacuzzi, swim, play racquetball, was happy, looked great, tan all the time. And one day I just asked him, what do you do for a living? And he said, Dell, I own real estate. Well, do you own real estate? Register for our live online free workshop and find out how you can get all the things you want out of life with passive income. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Brought to you by Lifestyles Unlimited. Albert Einstein once said, I never think of the future. It comes soon enough. Well, you can choose to think lightly or not at all about the future, but being ignorant about what's ahead can have devastating and eternal consequences. To see where history is headed, join John MacArthur as he considers this question. Could Jesus come today on the next Grace to You? So join me, John MacArthur, and study along on Grace to You weekday mornings at 8 here on WLQV. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Inside Retirement with Brett Brzezinski of the Brzezinski Group, Saturday mornings at 7 and 11, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Inside Retirement with Brett Brzezinski, Saturday mornings at 7 and 11. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Dr. Charles Stanley. What did Jesus say? My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. One of the most awesome promises he gives us is that we can have peace in whatever we're faced in life. Hear the series, The Promises of God, this week on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Listen to In Touch, weekday afternoons at 1230. FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV Faith Talk Detroit in Odyssey Station. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, the most biblical talking program you can find, where you can call and state your objections. You can call and ask your questions. We are here to deal with the Bible. We are Bible Talk, and we are strictly biblical. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, and still thinking about the uh, discussion that we had concerning sin, okay? need to be clear that uh, in Genesis is where it all kicked off. 
uh, Paul talks about it in 1 Corinthians 15 and puts it in order for us, where it says in 1 Corinthians 15 and 20, But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the firstfruits of them that slept. Then verse, uh, that's verse 20. Then verse 21, For since by man came death, that's what Scripture says, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. So since by man came death, who was that man? Adam. Okay, uh, so then he goes on, Paul goes on to write, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. Well, you know who that is, right? But let's let Paul tell us. Over in 1 Corinthians 15, 22, for as in Adam all die. Okay, that's right. Adam was the one, him and Eve, the sin, that brought sin into the world of mankind. For as in Adam all die, what the scripture says, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, afterwards they that are Christ at his coming. All right, good stuff. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And if you're interested in apologetics and you love to be able to discuss the Bible with people, and to, if you can, bring them to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Uh, and you like discussions, and not the kind of arguments where you're attacking people. And that's not what it's about. Disagreement is fine. But we still need to do it as gentlemen and gentlewomen, let us say, okay, as we defend the faith. Well, Monday night Bible study. Monday night Bible studies at Strictly Biblical are for you. Right? right now, we're still looking for a church location, uh, a church we can purchase and uh, uh, have it all to our own. But for now, we are renting uh, space at the United Methodist Church. That's the United Methodist Church uh, located 205 North Main Street. That's 205 North Main Street, uh, 14 Mile in Maine, in Clawson, Michigan. Okay? So that is where we meet and we discuss we deal with apologetics. Every cult or false religion you can name, we'll be looking at them. Also, uh, just false theology in general and correcting it by what the Bible has to say. The uh, address, once again, it's the United Methodist Church. You'll see, and they put up a sign, strictly biblical, to let people know we're there, too. But uh, United Methodist Church, 205 North Main Street, 14 Mile in Maine, in Clawson, Michigan. That's the United Methodist Church, 205 North Main Street, 14 Mile in Maine, in Clawson, Michigan. And when we come, we will have handouts for you as well. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Now you can travel to Israel. Spend 10 extraordinary days in the Holy Land this November. Collect remarkable memories on a trip that will change you forever. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza lead our tour of Israel with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Join them and enjoy picturesque and unforgettable places you'll treasure for a lifetime. Reserve your spot today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. 
Are you tired of paying high fees and commission even when you lose your money? How would you like to never lose your money again due to market risk? Join Joel Uplegger for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 9 on FM 92.7 AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. You can also call Joe now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and Safe Money Book at 866-436-0133. That's 866-436-0133. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code Luke. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next. Pat Boone here for the folks at Swiss America. Rock-solid foundations are vital in life, in business, and in finance because in the end, only what we've built on a firm foundation will withstand the storms of life. Today, the economic storms are raging and the foundations of everything are being tested. The world economy has never looked shakier. And gold, the world's oldest and most trusted form of money, is also grabbing headlines. Now is the time to put your future on a rock-solid foundation. Swiss America will help you create an indestructible asset today. Discover the timeless truth about gold and silver by calling Swiss America or visiting online at SwissAmerica.com. 800 All right, this is Pastor Moss back with you here on the Bible Talk program. Been looking at prophecy today, and of course, any of the subjects that you bring up, looking at the decline of America and biblical prophecy. Okay. Uh, regardless of how you shape it, uh, we're headed for uh, some tumultuous times, let us say. But we know how it ends. Jesus Christ returns. But as we look at America, where will America fit in Bible prophecy? We have a number of scholars who've... Um, uh, dedicated themselves to help us just to understand this with as much implication as they can. Uh, they admit, um, uh, the uh, biblical scholars who deal with eschatology admit, admit that most nations are not mentioned. Right. A lot of nations are not mentioned in the Bible. Uh, so we can only speculate as to uh, exactly which nations will be involved uh, in uh, the end time scenario or, or not. Okay? Uh, America may not play a major role in end-time events. It's possible they, we may not pr- play a major role. Uh, the U.S. also, one thing important about us, we are Israel's principal ally, supporting Israel with money and military aid. Okay? 
That's, of course, what makes us uh, at odds with certain other nations, especially the, um, you know, uh, in the Middle East, all right, when we look at uh, Iran, uh, which, of course, is against uh, Israel, okay, and Russia being allied with them. So all these things fit into a prophetic uh, scenario, right? Uh, America may not be, and here's the other thing that was kind of shocking when I read it, where scholars have said, some have said, America may not be a superpower in the future. Yeah, Yeah. America may not be a superpower uh, and won't figure largely in the political or religious leadership of the world. If we lose our superpower status, then, you know, we're going to lose some of our influence in the world. And I think we're beginning to see that as well, okay? Another point they raise is this, uh, implosion due to moral degeneration. The moral fiber, the moral fiber of this country is fading before your eyes. Our leadership is gone. And we see a lot of that. I'm sure, you're like me, you're seeing things you thought you would never see. This whole transgender movement and you know, I'm a man, I'm a woman, and I'm this and that. and it, It's amazing. And children being allowed to go to school, and the school teaches them what they want, despite what the parents uh, want to uphold. And Christianity is being attacked. Wow. So the decline of America in biblical prophecy, don't know. But if we look now, definitely there's some things on the horizon that don't look too good. But look up. Jesus is coming. Great being with you once again, everyone. Continue to support this program. Appreciate all of you. Always remember to be strictly biblical. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministry. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.